Hello, everyone. Welcome to Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk. With hosts Earl Motes and me, Doreen Davis. Our topic today will be on forgiveness. But with that, we're also going to add, we're going to talk about the spirit of offense that ties in a lot with unforgiveness. Forgiveness is more. First, let me say, how are you doing this morning, oh, Earl? I'm doing wonderful. Just, just flying high. It's cold outside this morning, isn't it? Yeah. That I'm, global warming. <laughs> yeah. Global warning. <laughs> okay, let's get right to it. Forgiveness is um, more for our benefit than it is for another person's benefit. Mm-hmm. Unforgiveness can ruin a person's life. It can bring on health issues. Forgiveness lets go of resentment and anger. The benefits of forgiving someone are these things. Forgiveness gives you healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, fewer symptoms of depression, lower blood pressure, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, improved self-esteem. Bitterness, resentment, anger, and unforgiveness bring on the spirit of offense. A spirit of offense is a feeling of resentment and anger that arises from an actual or perceived insult. It is a negative spiritual force that can affect a person's heart and mind, making them easily offended defensive, and hostile towards others. A spirit of offense can cause conflict and division as it prevents individuals from forgiving and reconciling with others. What does the Bible say about reconciliation? Reconciliation needs two parties to both agree on forgiveness and the restoration of the relationship. The root cause of the spirit of offense stems from a lack of love in our hearts and a lack of humility. It comes from focusing too much on the negative. It looks for the negative instead of the positive. It also reveals deep hurts what is really in a person's heart, insecurity, and jealousy, which comes from insecurity. Holding on to past hurts and grudges, which is unforgiveness. Earl, did you want to say anything well, before I go on? No, it's, you've covered quite a bit of uh, the definition of what, what we're talking about, forgiveness and, and unforgiveness, as much as more than, you know, tied together. It's pretty easy to hold a grudge when you've been hurt by somebody who 
most of the time it could be somebody that you love and trust that they have they have actually caused you to untrust them, build up anger and resentment. It brings sadness, confusion, like you said. Uh, and the effects of that, you touched on a little bit, but the effects of that too can be, it can cause the, the other relationships that you have in your, in your lifetime and, and with other people because you can lash out because you're angry and you feel hurt. And nothing in the world hurts any worse than being betrayed by somebody that you trusted. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that both of us have had that happen in our lives before. Mm-hmm. So uh, it moves you into a state of just, you, you just actually want to blame everybody. You know, you just, uh, I, I call it a, a bitterness spirit. Yeah. Uh, when, when I got hurt one time in my life, I became so bitter that, I took it out on everybody, yeah. And and uh, because I did, then you get to where you don't want anybody to be close to you because you say, well, hey, listen, I brought that person into my confidence, and I, they turned and really did something bad to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the effects of that, like you said, it can it can build up and build up and build up if you don't get control of that, and mm-hmm. you don't you don't turn that over to the Lord, and you don't get get some peace in your mind exactly. about it uh, you're you're just going to be it you'll have ulcers you'll have you'll have like you said there'll be confusion in your life yeah and and that's 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 because of that resentment mm-hmm. and uh, you can go ahead i just i just wanted to add that okay. it's so true and i'm i hesitate on giving this example um but i'm going to and this is not about uh, anyone feeling sorry for me, this is about showing you, giving you a picture of how the spirit of offense can destroy a relationship. It can destroy family because you see the spirit of offense is a spirit. It is a demonic spirit. It is a lying spirit. And it is a spirit that is about bringing division and destruction. You see, my mother, walks in that spirit of offense. She has made up things or perceived things that are not so when it comes to me. I have been accused of being in witchcraft. I have been accused of saying things that I never said. I have been accused from hurting her and destroying her life. I never dreamed that my mother would think this way about me. Now, has she been in touch with my other siblings? Yes, she has. She's moved twice. I don't know her phone number. I don't know her address. And my kids have been... It has hurt them from this as well. When, and it has been very stressful on my youngest sister because she has to be careful with everything she says, walk on eggshells, and my mom controls everything that can be said and cannot be said. She is not allowed to talk about me, Mm. and she is not... Um, 
And so she has to make sure she doesn't say anything that's going to cause offense. And um, I have friends who are losing parents. Literally, their parents are dying. My mother is alive and living. And I am dead to her for now. I know that eventually she'll come to the truth, but all I can do, all I can do is rebuke that spirit every day and speak the spirit of love, peace, and joy over her. But you see, forgiveness, I forgive her because I know it's not her. That's not my mom. My mom has some deep wounds from her past. She has... I know she has walked in the spirit of jealousy in her past and and um still struggles with that. And if she knew I was speaking about this, she would probably have a fit. But this this has to do with my life. And I'm sharing you I'm sharing with you about my heart on forgiveness. I love her. I have moments where I break down because I miss her. But there's nothing I can do about it. I thought I was going to get to see her when I made this trip up north. I got my makeup on. I was so excited and I was nervous. She didn't want to see me. And that was hurtful. And that was the day that I went into a Walmart store. And I said, Lord, I need an encounter, I need something from you today. And then there was this um, a brother that I ran into and smiled at me, and then I ran into him again at the candy section, and he jumped, and I scared him, and I said, that's usually me that jumps. But he said, you have a beautiful smile. Don't you ever let anyone take your joy from you, not anyone And I knew that was from the Lord. And I told him, I said, I knew the first time I saw him that he walked in the with the Holy Spirit. And he said, yes, ma'am, I do. And that's all I've got. And that's all I want. I needed that confirmation from the Lord. I needed that touch from the Lord. Forgiveness. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood. We are wrestling with demonic spirits. This is a demonic spirit that has a hold on my mother. It isn't her. So I forgive her. I love her. And I would never intentionally do anything to harm her. Never. And my sister has told her, both of them, that's not who Doreen is. She would never do that. She would never say those things. Well, I thought you believed me. No, Mom, I empathize with you. I never said that I believed you. There's a difference. We are to forgive the same way Jesus forgives us. And Earl, you have a scripture on that. Well, there's, there's as you very well know, there's probably there's probably hundreds of scriptures on on forgiveness. But the one that always got me was that if I don't forgive, if I don't forgive you, then God will not forgive me. Mm-hmm. So the 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 pressure comes on me god is forgiving mm-hmm. he's forgiving well, as a matter of fact 
Jesus said, when, we, when you stand praying, forgive. In other words, you're, you're praying at the altar or whatever you're praying about. Forgive, if you've got any, any unforgiveness, forgive somebody. He said, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father may forgive you. Mm -hmm. So if you don't forgive, you're not going to be forgiven. Now, they came to Jesus and they asked him, how many times, according to the law, how many times should I forgive my brother who sins against me? Seven times? Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, well, maybe 70 times seven, 490 times. Mm -hmm. Okay, in other words, if he comes and sins against you twice in one day, you forgive him both times. Now, one of the things that we have to recognize about unforgiveness, that it is sin. It is a sin to be to not forgive. Otherwise, if God doesn't forgive me, I can't go to heaven. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, and there's consequences when you when you sin. So, so if you've got unforgiveness, you had the consequences are. Let's just let me give you an example. If I this, if I max out my credit card. And I go to the Lord and say, Lord, I didn't, I, I did this, and I wasn't even thinking. He's going to forgive me, but I still owe that debt. So the consequences of sin is still there. You have to take care of that. And if you're if you're unforgiving, you're sinning, and <laughs> that's a terrible thing to think about. But but that if if you have to be forgiven for unforgiveness, mm -hmm. <laughs> then you're sinning, and. Uh, that's that's my my take on this, and there are signs that you can see in your heart if you know you're you can notice that you're not you, that you have unforgiveness in your heart if you if you think about it all the time, mm -hmm. or you or you dwell on it and you can't stop thinking about yes. it. you can't sleep at night because you're thinking about yep. something somebody did to you, yep. and you want somebody to sympathize. You want to bring somebody into the camp, yeah, they can a shoulder to cry on, yeah. And so uh, that that would tell you then. Well, I must. I am. I have not forgiven that person. Mm -hmm. And let me mention one more thing, and I'm going to let you have. It. Okay. This one thing is that you hear all the time, and I talked to you about this last night. You hear all the time, "I have forgiven that person, and I forgot it." Mm -hmm. No, you haven't. Right. You can't forget it. Yeah. When you put something into that computer, mm -hmm. it's in there. Yeah. It doesn't ever leave. You can pull it up anytime you want to. That's right. You know the right code. So if, I, if I've got this, if I'm harboring this in my heart, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if if I if you know that somebody has, or I, you don't even know that somebody has harmed me, but I, but I do, and you bring up their name, what's the first thing I'm going to do? If, if Doreen did me wrong and somebody mentions Doreen's name, the first thing I'm going to think of is not the, the good times I had. Right. What I did wrong. <laughs> it's what you did wrong, and you did it to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You know, and my mom, she'll say, I forgive her. I forgive Dory. Now, I haven't seen my mom in over three years or talked or spoken with her in over three years. That's sad. Neither have my kids. And um, I forgive her. But it's going to, even if it takes five more years or whatever, um, I'm going to take my time, and and it'll be my decision when I talk to her. Okay. And she can't even say that she loves me. And um, 
So that is not forgiveness. Forgiveness lets go. But that doesn't mean we put ourselves in harm's way and allow ourselves to be abused. Abused. That's not what we're talking about here. Because that goes no, back to um, shame on you, you fool me once. Shame on me, you fool me twice. When we walk in love, as the New Testament commands us to, it covers forgiveness. Love sees the correct way. Sure. It doesn't look for negative things. There is no wrong when we see through the lens of love. When we see through the lens of love, we're looking for the good. We're not looking for the worst. My mom has spent years because of everything she's been through and because she's thought on these things for so long, on the negative. She has dissected every word. She has torn apart every word looking for things that are not there. I was called one time when we were talking and she called me back and she said, Doreen, you said something. I don't know how you knew it, but you said something. I said, well, what was it that I said? And she wouldn't tell me. I need to know what I said so I could um, defend myself and or explain myself. But she would never tell me because it would whatever she had going on, it would make her look bad. See, when you have something to cover up and you feel and you're holding on to secrets, this opens the door to offense. Love does not take offense. Love cannot take offense. Deep wounds take offense. Unforgiveness takes offense. Jealousy takes offense. If you are a person who is easily offended, Ask yourself why and seek the root of it, or you will never live a life of peace or joy. You will never walk in the spirit of love. Love conquers all. Love doesn't want to hurt. It wants to help. I know that the spirit of life, I know the spirit of God that is in me, I know that spirit that is in my mother recognizes the spirit of God in me. And there and when you have a high calling, you have to walk through the fire. And I accept that. But I will tell you this, that spirit of offense is going to leave my mother whether it wants to or not because I said so in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I am in control of every demonic spirit, and every demonic spirit has to obey me and do what I say in the name of Jesus. Allow the Holy Spirit to reveal the root of your offenses and grow from it. Things are revealed to help us, not hurt us. This is how we move forward. It's so we can move forward and live life the way we're meant to live it. Practice by being more intentional. Pay attention to how you respond and receive things. Catch yourself. If it is outside of love, then there is an issue. Anything, uh, anything outside of love is not of God. Face it, admit it, and fix it. 
Begin to walk in joy even if you don't feel like it. Joy changes the heart. It changes how the heart feels instantly. It brings healing love. Brings healing love sets us free. To have good health, walk in reconciliation. No one is out to hurt you intentionally. Now the devil is. Now he may use someone and they, didn't, they weren't even aware they said something. But that's also a spirit of offense. Look for the good. Don't, don't, don't look for the negative. You're making your, you know what else you're doing? Those of you who walk in the spirit of offense, you're making yourself too important to think that someone is going to take the time and go out of their way and think about applauding on how they're going to make your life miserable. My mom thinks I was plotting for two years to make her life miserable. You know, we all make choices, and there were certain things that she did that opened the door to those spirits to come in. I'm just being blamed for it, and that's okay. I love my mom, but I can tell you she is going to come back to who she's supposed to be. This spirit again it wants to cause division it wants to destroy the spirit of offense set wants to kill and it wants to separate you from god anything that when we focus too much on something it separates us from god if we don't walk in love, it separates us from God. When we walk in offense, we are not walking in the love of God. We are separated from God. As long as a person carries this spirit, they will have no peace. My mom is on blood pressure medicine. She doesn't walk in peace. She doesn't walk in joy. My sister said, Mom, start focusing on the happy things. Start focusing on happy things. Oh, I do that once in a while. See, that's not good. A person who walks in unforgiveness will have no peace of any kind. Blood pressure will be up because of untruths and paranoia. It brings paranoia. My mom walks in paranoia because she's not walking in truth. She doesn't want to share the full story because something might make her look bad or point something out that isn't supposed to be there. So it's easier to blame someone else. Matthew eighteen fifteen through 17, 17 shows us the importance of forgiving offenses and removing resentment from our hearts. Repent of this and keep a forgiving heart. Keep a loving heart. We must cultivate We must cultivate a heart that is open to forgiveness in order to guard against this spirit, to guard against unforgiveness, to guard against 
any kind of negative spirit, we've got to cultivate a heart that is open to forgiveness. It's your choice. And before I go on, Trey, I mean, um, Earl, is there anything that you have to say? Yeah, we're running close. I just want to say this, loving your enemies is not easy, okay? The the Lord said, love your enemies. That's not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. We can't do that on our own. We have to have the grace of God to be able to do that, to be able to forgive and walk in forgiveness. It takes the Spirit of God operating in our life. We, We are kidding ourselves if we think we can control our emotions and everything that goes on in our life and the people that, that, that interact with us. And one thing I want to say before we close here, remember just about forgiveness is this. It doesn't mean excusing what the person done. Okay? Exactly. It doesn't mean forgetting or permitting repetition of the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. It Somebody and it doesn't even guarantee that you're going to be reconciled to that person. They may never know that you've even forgiven them. Mm-hmm. You may never see them again. But you're the one has to live with being able to forgive and get that get that out of your life and move on to something else because that will eat. Like you said, that'll eat you alive, mm-hmm. and you you'll never be happy as long as you're walking with a grudge. And I'll say this. As Earl J. Motes sitting here today, (laughs) I do not have a grudge against one human being on this planet. Amen. Okay. I have been wronged in my life. I've had people steal from me. I had a person I trusted dearly, took $42,000 out of my account. But that person... It's been forgiven for years, and I'm happy that they are in church doing well because I, yes. I know what I know what's happening, and I would not ever bring that up, and their name will never cross my lips. But I have forgiven those people, and I don't have a grudge. Uh, there's some people that I don't particularly like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't have a grudge against right. them. Right. And, and if if I hear they're doing well, it doesn't bother me at mm-hmm. all. I mean, so that's that's my stand on that. Yeah, and if we look at it from the right view, it's a it's a growing experience. You know, it 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 just we grow, and um, when we can overlook things and we can forgive, you know, I want the best for that person. I want I've had people hurt me. I want the best for them, and. Um, you know, and I'm I'm divorced, but you know what? I pray for my ex-husband. I want success in his life. He's my kid's dad. I want the best for him, and I hold no grudges toward him in any way. No, you don't. I don't. And um, and you know what? He doesn't towards me either. And um, and that's healing. That's growth. And um. And peace. And it's peace. Yeah. Amen. It is peace. peace Thank peace. you, Lord. You know, and so it's your choice. You can live a life of freedom and abundance, or you can live a life of misery and lack. Mm. 
The only person you're making miserable is yourself. You're not making anybody else miserable. I'm going to tell you something. And I've said this to my sisters. Although my mom is going through this, it's not going to stop me from living my life. It's not going to take my joy. It's not going to keep me from walking in love and unforgiveness. It's your choice to take control, to be happy, to live in love and joy. I choose to walk in love and joy. People want to be around those who walk in love and joy. Amen. No one wants to be around misery. Now, there is a saying where misery loves company, but you're not going to snap out of it hanging around misery. You get worse. And you know what? I'd love for you all to share your story. When you overcome unforgiveness and you overcome the spirit of offense, share your story on how um, you were set free from it. Share your story because your story is going to help someone Mm -hmm. not hurt them. See, the devil doesn't want us sharing our stories. But I'm sharing my story because I want to help somebody. Someone might get upset and angry, but that's okay. That's the, that's the devil in them because they don't want somebody seeing the truth. But the truth will set us free. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do. flaws from it amen Mm -hmm. so with that said this is the end of our podcast and i hope it was inspirational to you i hope that it will encourage you to let go it's not worth your health it's not worth You living in misery and not living and walking in peace and love. Let go of the hurt. Let go of what someone said and did. Walk in forgiveness. The Bible says we are, Jesus says we're just forgive seven times seven. No matter, I mean, he forgives us all the time. We do things all the time, and He forgives us. We need to do the same thing for others. For you to walk in freedom, forgiveness is about your walking in freedom. And growth is about not letting others offend us or bother us. The devil knows what buttons to push to offend you. Grow, know where that's coming from From the beginning, from the start, know where that is coming from. It's about the devil. He wants to set you off. He wants to take your peace and your joy. He knows what button to push through whoever. Don't, Don't give in to that. Don't let that button turn you on to offense, to unforgiveness. Laugh at it and say, you know what? They meant nothing by this. I know where that's coming from. Satan, that's from you, and I'm not going to give in to that. I'm not going to bite that bullet, my favorite saying. 
Don't bite that bullet. Laugh at it and love that person. Give them a big hug. Give them a big hug. Boy, that'll make the devil mad, won't it? Make him mad. Do the opposite of what he wants from you. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. And if you have anything, suggestions that you would love for us to talk about, write in and let us know. And um, we love you. And we give a special thanks to Amy Mann of Christian Television Network. And this is Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk. You all have an awesome weekend, and God bless.